0: I'm KS Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerdbrood Podcast. Today, I'll be discussing my monthly game review of when the past was around, along with the stages of grief. Disclaimer. The topic of grief may be triggering for some listeners. There will be mentions of variations of abuse, self-harm, suicide, and death in this episode. I am not a medical professional, nor do I claim to be one. I'm applying the stages of grief where I believe fit in in this narrative portrayed in this particular video game I've recently played. The creators and or the publishers of When the Past Was Around do not claim responsibility nor knowledge of my review and the topic of grief I discuss and or publish in this video game review. If you or someone you know is in need of help, please reach out to whom you feel comfortable talking to. My main source of information on the stages of grief are from www. Dot betterhelpcom forward slash advice forward slash grief forward slash understanding the stages of grief written by Dylan Buckley medically updated by Deborah Horton and as of February 7th 2021 last updated on December 21st 2020 when the past was around is an adventure point-and-click puzzle game about love moving on letting go and the joy and pain of everything in between. The game tells a bittersweet tale between Ada and her lover, the owl, in a surreal world consisting of disjointed rooms from memories and time. With each gathered clue, solved puzzles, and unlocked door, Ada will find her way unraveling the secrets between her and the owl, the secrets which she used to know. This game is like a virtual escape room without the time limit. The player will have to remain attentive to the entire scene since nothing is out of place or needless. The details and hints of every chapter are very concise and significant to solving the puzzle of reconstructing Ada's memory of her relationship between her and her lover. What does grief look like? It can become easy to compare the way you handle feelings of loss with what you perceive as another's way of grieving. It's important to understand that the emotions around loss are a personal journey and that everyone grieves differently. Emotions associated with death and dying can range from anger to sadness or even numbness. The symptoms can last for weeks and months or even a year or longer. Your feelings are valid and you have the right to grieve. The symptoms appear differently in each person. They may appear as emotional, physical, or social disruptions such as riots and protests, skipping work, or isolating yourself, depending on how well you cope with grief and other stresses in your life. While some alone time is okay, it is also important to have a support system of people to interact with. Having a social support system can help reduce the risk of chronic depression that often occurs as a result of loss. Feelings of anxiety and depression may appear worse on days that are significant to the grieving, such as a wedding anniversary, the birthday of a lost loved one, or the anniversary of a death or a tragic accident. Ada didn't have a support system we're aware of. Her memories only portrayed her and the owl in the timeline of their relationship. Ada replaced significant memories from their initial introduction, their first date, to the day the owl got sick or his illness returned and worsened important things to know about grief people can experience grief for other reasons any situation that causes a disruption in life or the feeling of loss can result in a person feeling grief the grief process the five stages of grief model first introduced by swiss american psychiatrist elizabeth kubler ross in her 1969 book on death and dying this model was one of the first models introduced to help others recognize the stages and steps and how the stages can affect individuals. Although it was inspired by her work with terminally ill patients, Kubler-Ross's model for the stages of grief has become a valuable tool to help educate people about how any loss or significant change in life circumstances can create feelings that need to be processed. Additionally, although the original model cited five stages. Today, many sources reference seven or more stages. Identifying and understanding the stages of grief. First, denial. Second, anger. Third, bargaining. Fourth, depression. And fifth, acceptance. These are the five stages of grief Kubler-Ross referenced in her original book. There is no right or wrong way to grieve. There is, however, healthy or unresolved grief, and being able to recognize if help is necessary is important. Shock and denial. During the stage, feelings are often profound. Although the facts are real and you have acknowledged them, it still may feel unbelievable. Some people try to deny the reality that the event occurred or that it was a mistake. When you're in denial about the loss, you try to convince yourself or others the event hasn't happened or isn't permanent. I don't believe this stage occurred with Ada. I believe she understood the hour was dead. She wanted to recall the happier moments, but struggled and needed assistance putting the pieces back together. Guilt and Pain Once the feelings of disbelief and shock begin to subside, many people begin to experience feelings of pain, sadness, Regret and emotional suffering. They may feel like they could have done something to prevent the event that has caused grief from happening or feel regret from not being able to make peace with a loved one who has died. This stage didn't occur either during the game. The Owl's illness and its return during their relationship wasn't preventable, nor did it appear either of them held out for a male girl to happen. I believe Ada and her lover lived a fulfilling life together, regardless of how short it was. That's what Ada was trying to remember, to bring forth those memories mixed in with the stored away metaphorical and literal boxes. Anger and Bargaining When guilt and pain begin to ease, many people experience stages of anger and frustration. They may lash out at others for no apparent reason. If a person loses a loved one in a car accident, they would blame the other driver or even god or some higher power for allowing the accident to occur or when someone unexpectedly loses their job they may attack their boss for putting them in a difficult financial situation on such short notice without the opportunity to improve bargaining is often a brief person's way of trying to prevent permanent loss by quote-unquote making a deal with someone else for instance a person who has eternal illness may try to make a deal with God for more time to live in exchange for living a better life. Although the player witnesses more anger on, on uh, Ada's part when she destroys her shared apartment, breaking items in search for helpful clues to their past memories. The bargaining stage may relate more to the owl who has since passed he and Ada meet in the hospital courtyard where he was wearing hospital scrubs. With his terminal illness, it's safe to assume he held deep-rooted anger towards death and bargained for more time before and after he found love worth living for. Depression, Loneliness, and Reflection As we enter the stage, let me provide a warning about mentions of suicide and self-harm If you or someone you know is dealing with depression or experiencing thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. The Lifeline offers free confidential support to people who are experiencing emotional distress or who are in a suicidal crisis. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This is often the stage when emotions may seem most raw during this time, the stark reality and heaviness associated with the loss begin to surface. For some people, isolation and loneliness lead to depression that is severe. Thoughts of suicide or self-harm may occur if grief is overwhelming. In this stage of grief, out of all the stages, the person may begin to withdraw from others and try to deal with feelings alone. But the personal time for reflection is important it is just as important to have a support system of people to lean on during this critical time. Again, as a player, we don't observe the grieving Ada amongst friends and family. This time is mostly on her own, reflecting on her relationship with a man she loved wholeheartedly and was deeply connected with. She didn't outwardly express any intentions of self-harm. However, she purposefully isolated herself with the memories of the Isle, away from family were vaguely aware of. The Upward Turn Although feelings of loss are still felt, managing the symptoms associated with each of the stages of grief does not seem to be as difficult. During this stage of grief, out of all the stages of grief, bereaved individuals generally begin to feel more hopeful about life and often start to feel some measure of peace related to the loss they have experienced. This stage occurs when all of the pieces are finally back together for Ada. She's made peace with the owl's death and the time they spent together, choosing to focus on the happier moments rather than the daunting ones. Testing. Dr. Kubler-Ross later refined her original stages of the grief model. During this phase, a bereaved person begins to realize the effect that the loss is having on their personal life and they begin to look, more, to look for realistic ways to cope with. They may try new things to help improve their mood and help improve their emotional outlook. This phase didn't occur in the game. All of the environments reflected are as they were originally. However, Ada begins to play the violin again, an activity she and the owl enjoyed immensely together. Reconstruction and working through. There comes a time in the journey of the stages when working through changes and learning to rebuild life begins to occur. As the emotions associated with the process begin to settle and the mental strain of the initial part begins to ease, it becomes easier to work through feelings and to seek solutions for managing emotions and life in general. Keep in mind, although the stage is related to grief, It is more about the bereaved person beginning to have a sense of control over their life again. Life begins to feel less tumultuous, and focusing on physical and mental well-being seems to be a less daunting task. In the beginning of When the Past Was Around, Ada's in her apartment surrounded by packaged boxes. She's either packing or unpacking, but they're just there. Some are in the apartment while many are stored away. We don't know whether the boxes are coming or going. They're stuck like Ada. Once she has reconstructed her memories and the timeline of her relationship with the owl, we witness a change in her demeanor and physical appearance. She's ready for change in moving those boxes literally and figuratively. Acceptance and hope. This is the final stage. This hope and acceptance is an opportunity to acknowledge how the loss has affected you and to reflect upon on what the person or thing you lost meant to you. It's the last step toward rebuilding your life. Accepting a loss does not mean you can't acknowledge that the loss occurred. However, it is okay to take advantage of an opportunity to deal with the reality of the event that caused these emotions, to learn ways to cope with the emotions associated with it and to move forward. During the stage of grief, acknowledging the loss while thinking about and planning for the future is important. Ada's acceptance of her lover's death relates to the upward turn stage. She acknowledges the impact he left on her life, both physically and emotionally. She channels her sadness into something positive when she plays the violin once more. This is her way of accepting her future without him all the while bringing his spirit along with her. Other variations of the grief model. A few other popular theories were introduced by John Bowlby and Lois Tonkin. John Bowlby, a British psychologist, studied attachments that people develop early in life. His theory of attachment explains how a person's relationship with and attachments to others may influence the impact of a grieving process on a bereaved person. Moby's four stages of grief are one, shock and numbness, two, yearning and searching, three, despair and disorganization, four, reorganization and recovery. Growing around grief, this model presented by Lois Tonkin challenges the popular belief that grief becomes less invasive and it goes away with time. Rather, according to this theory, Tonkin suggests that it begins as an all-consuming feeling and that it does not change but suggests that the bereaved person learns to adapt and grow quote-unquote around the loss and emotions. This model reminds me of the saying, time heals all wounds. Although I don't believe in this, I do believe Tonkin's model more accurately portrays people's complicated grief than a list of steps ever truly could. Does mental illness impact grief? Because people with mental illness often experience alterations in the way they process thoughts and emotions, the effects of loss can be profound. The stages may change with the symptoms of mental illness. If someone you know has been diagnosed with a mental illness and is also experiencing grief, It is important to see a primary care provider and or mental health provider to make sure any necessary measures that can promote emotional well-being are implemented and followed. Coping stages to deal with grief. Be intentional about self-care. Avoid harmful behaviors. Talk with others. And don't be afraid to seek professional help. In conclusion, only the grieving individual, will know what and how to apply these suggestions to their lives. If not, I recommend sitting down and recalling past behaviors that have been harmful to themselves and others they've interacted with. If possible, contact someone you trust who's willing and able to give an outside perspective on those actions if it isn't a therapist. Moreover, the person grieving has to want to get better. They have to want to be better. I would like to reiterate I'm not a medical professional nor do I claim to be one. I'm applying the stages of grief where I believe fit in this narrative portrayed in the in this particular video game I recently played. Again, my main source of information on the stages of grief are from www.betterhelp.com forward slash advice, forward slash grief, forward slash understanding the stages of grief. Written by Dylan Buckley medically updated by Deborah Horton and as of February 7th, 2021, last updated on December 21st, 2020. If you or someone you know is in need of help, please reach out to whom you feel comfortable talking to. Therapy is a personal experience and not everyone will go into it seeking the same things. But keeping these grief models in mind can ensure that you will get the most out of therapy regardless of what your specific goals are. If you need a crisis hotline or want to learn more about therapy, please refer to these contacts. My apologies, these are US numbers only. First is RAIN, which is R-A-I-N-N, the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network. Their number is one 800 656 the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255. The National Domestic Violence Hotline, one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three. 799 7233 And NAMI Helpline, that is N-A-M-I Helpline. National Alliance on Mental Illness 1 800 950 6264. Again, this has been my review of the indie game When the Past Was Around, conjoined by the stages of grief. I'm KS Garner, and you've been listening to a solo Nerdbird podcast. Thank you.